Good afternoon, everyone. It's Andrea Trank. I took the weekend off and I think I'm going to do that in general because weekends are time that we all need to decompress and spend time with family and relaxing and enjoying ourselves. Not that this is not fun. I really do love what I do. But today I thought um, I would tell you a little bit more of my backstory and the reason I am a full-time yoga teacher and health coach and I'm offering programs for people. And that relates to anxiety. Now, I want to give a little context to this because I was listening to a webinar today that says 40% of Americans feel more anxious today than they did in the previous year. And a statistic that's quoted which is pretty old, is over 40 million adults suffer from anxiety. Now that statistic is not accurate for a couple of reasons. Number one, these are just reported when they actually go to a doctor's office and get diagnosed. And this statistic has not been updated in about 10 years. So my assumption is there's far more. And I was one of the statistics. I suffered from low-level generalized anxiety, panic attacks, and a variety of different anxiety-related disorders for years. So I actually wrote a chapter of a book about this, and the chapter is called Before Yoga, There Was Fear, Finding My Ground on the Mat. And I thought I would just read you this story because I think it tells it far better than I could come up with other words for it. I don't know how it all began. Fear of thunderstorms, fear of getting some dramatic illness, fear of losing my children in department stores or museums, fear of my husband getting into a car accident on his way home from work, fear of flying, fear of environmental catastrophes, fear of starvation, fear of alienation, fear of not having enough money or love or friends. Maybe if I look deep enough, I will see that the fear started when I was a child and my mother had remarried. I went from being one of three children in a single parent household to one of 10 in a household with several angry older brothers and a grumpy stepdad. I since then became very good friends with my stepdad, but as a child, it was not a pleasant place to be around. My mother wanted security and she got it, but her own children may have been sacrificed in this exchange. My brothers and I all felt we were not as loved by our stepdad as his children until much later. In fact, there were many occasions when I heard my mother arguing to give her children the same luxuries that were afforded his children. I did what any typical kid would do, I escaped. I spent most of my time away with friends in their homes, then I went off to college and only returned home for vacations. So my stepdad did change once my children were born and he realized that I was a loving daughter to both he and my mother. In fact, it was my husband and I who took care of them in their last decade of life, debilitated by Alzheimer's. The first time I was debilitated by fear was during a sickness in my mid thirties. At that point, I had two young boys, I lay in bed days at a time, unable to eat, 
I had been diagnosed with gastroparesis, a disease that can be debilitating. I, of course, was imagining the feeding tubes that were going to be in me. What can I eat was my mantra. Six months into the disease, I threw out the pills that were causing depression as a side effect, and I came up with a new mantra. I am going to heal. That's when I walked into my first yoga class. A slender blonde teacher greeted me with a whimsical smile. Sensing my trepidation, she said, just do what you can, and then assumed child's pose to rest. 15 minutes was all I could muster during the first several weeks, but the lyrical sound of her voice and her use of metaphors helped me captivated. I was beginning to land and find a sense of safety in this cocoon of healing. During this time, I had just started my career as a public school teacher in an inner city high school in Charlottesville, Virginia, and I had gone on medical leave halfway through the year when I became ill. I had hoped my students would have responded to me the way I was responding to this yoga teacher. I didn't understand how to reach them. Earth science was not their priority, finding food on the table in a secure home was. But it was not until later that I could see the disconnect. My failures with them contributed to my insecurity and illness during that time of my life. I had studied so hard to be a teacher learning both the art and science of it, but my passion for the subject could not break through to these young people, and I was really frustrated. I finally did get well, and I returned to teaching, armed with many new tools, such as positive behavior management and a different mindset that led me to the breakthrough in my teaching career. I was so determined to show up for these students that I doubled my efforts to learn to be the best teacher I could, and I ended up winning a golden apple in my teaching job in another public high school. I continued to practice yoga, and my teacher offered the perfect message of healing and inspiration. Every class seemed made just for me. It was if she was addressing whatever was in my mind and heart that day. During this time, I also discovered a new community of like-minded people that I love so much that I stuck with her yoga classes for more than 10 years. Many small crises were solved weekly on that yoga mat. Job changes, financial hardships, and the boys' struggles in school kept us busy while I tiptoed through life, hoping to avoid the next scary life event that was lurking around the corner. I took painstaking measures to keep myself and my family safe from what I perceived to be life's greatest dangers. When big thunderstorms arrived, I quickly piled the kids into an indoor room or a closet. When trips were planned, I avoided flying and chose car or train travel. Europe was definitely out of the question. I tried to allay my fears of the world by avoiding violent movies, violent people, and by supporting environmental programs. Still, the fears persisted. I wanted to make sure my children grew up in a safe, clean world, and I felt all my efforts could not guarantee this. And then the shoe dropped. I had moved my family to Fort Myers, Florida to take care of my parents, but the stress of hidden agendas by some of my siblings and unhealthy family dynamics really was building on me. Everything collapsed quickly including the housing market, and the stress of it all was straining my relationships and my body. And then on Mother's Day 2013, I received even worse news regarding a family member 
as I was exiting a yoga class. I sat outside on the stairs of the yoga studio and I broke down weeping. Two years later, after dealing with what felt like endless struggles, I walked back into that studio and signed up for teacher yoga teacher training. Educating myself about the healing effects of yoga was going to rescue me one more time. I started eight months of training. I was 53. Facing my fears one more time, I opened myself up to the wisdom of the sutras, the beauty of the language and movement of asana, and the support of a class of students as we sat in satya, passing the tissue box around, revealing our deepest secrets and giving each other space to grow. This is how I teach my yoga classes. I open my home and my heart to anyone who needs a safe place to heal, to laugh, to explore their bodies and breathe through movement. We try new things together and we never judge. Sometimes we listen to soft music, other times loud birds or the sounds of the neighborhood around us. There are few rules in my classes and my students usually hang around afterward playing with the dogs or listening to each other with kindness. My life has settled again, even the midst, in the midst of more loss. We evacuated during Hurricane Irma. I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's, an autoimmune thyroid disease. I lost my mother to Alzheimer's, but we survived that evacuation. I studied nutrition and became a health coach, and I got on a plane for the first time in 30 years so I could see my son get married in Brazil and now my new granddaughter. So now when my body shows up with another sign of the aging process, I explore it with curiosity rather than fear. I keep upping my game in the healing arena. I'm up for the challenge and walking my path as I help others find the courage to live life fully, no matter what is thrown at them, thanks to the healing powers of yoga. Thanks for listening. Namaste. Andrea.